Welcome to the Mark Copage Podcast Show. Join me each week as we welcome professionals from all areas of entertainment, in front of the scenes and behind, as they give advice and tell stories about their journey. We'll be right back with our first guest. Don't call me Corey Baker, call me Marco Posh, cause I'm not Julius son like a My guest for today is a multi-talented quadruple threat. She is a professional dancer, choreographer, vocalist, and actress. She has been a soloist and a masterclass dance instructor for the Lula Washington Dance Theater, traveling and teaching throughout the United States and has performed throughout the world in various productions and live shows. She was cast in the original L.A. company of The Lion King, where she served as a swing for 11 singers and dancers and understudied the role of Sarabi. She also is in her 10th season as a principal dancer and company teacher for Jazz Antiqua. And if that were not enough, she also holds a second-degree black belt. Sherry Washington Roan, welcome to the show. Okay. I, I am now a third-degree black belt. <laughs> well, con con congratulations. How did you... How did you... Let me start from the, from, from the beginning. Can you give us a... a a little summarization of your background? Um, I started out loving all things art, anything creative, all things performing arts. When I was in kindergarten, I decided I wanted to be a dancer for my career. I sang my first solo at age seven in church and did my first play at nine and just loved all of those things. So I grew up my entire life um, creating. I also played piano and I played violin and I was part of the Milwaukee Youth Symphony for four years from like eighth grade through my junior year of uh, not college of high school. And then I went to Butler University where I got a performing arts degree with a concentration in music and sub majors in dance and theater. Good Lord. I, I, I missed the uh, violin and piano playing part when I was uh, doing some research on you. Uh, I, even without doing research, I was talking to to Gary Perry the other day, and uh, he was saying I was ask, just asking about the different ways that a dancer can go about making a living for themselves, uh, and and really talking about uh, you know if dancers really had to you know could rely on their dancing to make a living versus actors that often have to take other side jobs, and he was saying all the different ways, avenues that dancers have to make a living. And it's like, you have covered all of them. I mean, you like do everything. I was looking at your 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 clips on online and stuff, the, the dance work you've done, the voiceovers that you've done, how many different uh, characters you can do and, and voiceovers. Uh, good Lord, woman, you must be a money-making machine. Um, oh my gosh, I wish that were the case. I sometimes I feel like the most talented person you will never hear of. 
that, that, that is kind of true because uh, <laughs> uh, although you've done, you know, various levels of, of, of work, I, I, I don't know if it's just because you're just not too proud to turn anything down or what, but like, as long as you've been in this business and as good as you are, I would just think you'd be doing lead roles. Um, and I think the reality is that for whatever reasons, people, people, it seems to be difficult for people to get past a certain level in this town, you know, I guess, unless maybe they have the right agent or something like that. I, I don't know how that works, but it seems yeah, like there's I, a, a ceiling I, I, kind of. I believe part of, I believe part of that is true. Um, I do so many things because I love so many things. I love doing voiceover. I love dancing in a company. I love teaching dance. I love, uh, right now, I am a director for Jack's Theatricals for um, elementary and middle school musicals. I love working with the kids. It's amazing. It's a ton of work, but I love it. It's so fulfilling to see them as they, as they grow and they learn. I really loved my time at Disneyland as a maintenance choreographer, really being able to nurture talent that was at that 18 to 19 and, and just really finding themselves kind of place, you know? Um, but one of the reasons I left that job is because I'm not done being in front of an audience. I'm not done performing for live people. I'm not done trying to get that role on the television show. I just, I find all of it fascinating. I love the whole process of being in rehearsal, of learning something, of creating something, especially with other people. Um, and so I, I think that's part of the reason that, that I do so much. But then on top of that, I'm a mother of two and um, two performing which, artists. Which as was my next question. I don't know how you manage to do all you do and be a mother of two and have a husband. Yeah, my husband is amazing. He is like the biggest cheerleader anyone could ever want in their life. He's like, what do we need to do? What do you need, um, you know, to get things going for you and that kind of thing. And I will admit, and he will tell you in a second, that to a certain degree, I have put myself a little bit on the back burner um, while raising my kids and nurturing my kids. And my daughter is now off studying musical theater as a sophomore in college. She's also an amazing dancer. I'm sure she does other amazing things, but I did see a couple of clips of her dancing. And I said, yeah. boy, the, the apples sure doesn't fall far from that tree. Yeah, I, I will tell people in a second, she's far better than I, uh, than I was at her age. So <laughs> I can't wait to see what she ends up doing. Well, and then I, my son is a senior in high school now. So I really feel kind of like I'm entering almost like an artistic rebirth. Like now is really the time to like dig in. I'm looking for classes and ways to um, get myself back out there even more than I have been. Hmm. Um, Cause I've consistently been, been doing things, but I'm, I'm trying to take things up a level, which is always tricky. But one thing it takes is, is time and total commitment. And as a mom, I have been able to work and do what I love, but you can't, be a mother and commit 110% to this other thing. You know, there's going to be some division. Um, mm. And I'm okay with that. I'm perfectly happy with that. I'm happy with my choices. I'm amazed by my children and who they are growing into being and how they are turning out and how they're following in my footsteps. My son is a performer as well, although he also loves the technical end of things. So he's really 
going after learning how to do lighting and sound and and all these various things like that and i'm like that's great <laughs> you're a smart guy because the reality is there's more jobs behind the camera or uh, in in behind the scenes and in front so yeah. even if you're interested in being a performer it's still not a bad idea to learn what the other people do yeah in, in entertainment as well i'm going to back up a little bit okay M maintenance choreographer at disneyland now when yeah. i hear that i think of the maintenance workers we have working at our apartment complex and thinking you're showing them choreography which i'm sure is not the case what exactly is that position and how did you how did you how did that all come come to fruition for you so um at choreo oh, at choreography sorry so at disneyland uh every show is choreographed by an individual some of those individuals are on staff part of the maintenance choreography staff at disneyland and some of those individuals are from other places so most of the shows i did were choreographed by somebody who came in set the show and went away my job as a maintenance choreographer was to learn that show hmm. and then when that person goes away i maintain it so i you're responsible for doing daily casting because we have more than one set of people generally in for each role so i might be i might say mark you're going to do shows one and five and this other person you're going to do shows uh two three and four if someone gets hurt it's your job to alter things to make sure the integrity of the show is maintained uh, while the safety of the performers is also uh, looked after. And then we also are responsible just for keeping things like they're supposed to be. If you do a show for a long time, like people do at Disneyland, sometimes things get a little loosey-goosey and it's our job to go in and tighten things back up and say, oh, remember, you know, where your leg's supposed to be? Where's your position on this kind of thing? And um, Hmm. So yeah. it seems kind of like a dance captain on Broadway or, or in It is, in yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, how would you describe your dancing in three words? Ooh. Um, heartfelt, dynamic, story-driven. Hmm. You are like someone though you, as we've said, do many things, but we're born to dance. I, I just remember when you were working with us on that, on the show we did together. Oh yeah. And that you know, so I'm more consider myself an actor that's like taking dance classes, but like some <laughs> of that stuff, like, and maybe, you know, my age too, cause I wasn't exactly young at that age, but like you, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're probably contemporaries and you're still doing it. And some of those, I had trouble with some of it. I didn't think that I would have trouble with it, but it's like things your body naturally does was like hard for me. And I think I I, I actually ended up having to, or you had to end up uh, kind of changing the choreography so that my old body could actually handle it. Um, how old were you when you knew that you wanted to make your living as an entertainer? Literally five five my mom took me to see the nutcracker at the milwaukee ballet and i looked up and i saw that and i was like that's what i want to do and that was kind of it for me <laughs> what is it i never like had a period where i was like oh maybe i'll no i always wanted to be a dancer i always wanted to be a performer my entire life what I is it that you like 
what is it that you like most about dance? What what is it that that it attracted you to wanting to be a dancer in the first place when you were looking up there at the stage of those other dancers? Um, I think part of it is the beauty of the movement, of the way they can tell stories without necessarily using words, the way you can bring music to life in a different way by interpreting it through your movement. Uh, that's one of the things, the company I'm with now, Jazz Antiqua, one thing that we hold so dear is really being able to bring the music to life. People should be able to see the music on our bodies when we're dancing. You're telling a story. Exactly. Uh, how old were you when you got your first professional dance gig and how did that all come come to a head? Um, that's that's interesting. The first, what I, what I would call job, was when I was 19 and I worked at Bush Gardens, the old country, in the uh, High Step and Country show. <laughs> and so we all sang. I had a little singing solo in that show and we all did tapping, clogging. I was in college and I was like deathly sick in my dorm room and that audition happened to be on our campus. And I really, for whatever reason, had a burning passion to go. So I dragged myself out of bed and I went and I did the the audition and I ended up getting the gig and working for four months that whole summer in between my uh, sophomore and junior year at Bush Gardens. Hmm. But I was also really fortunate growing up to go to a studio where um, I was trained at William Riley Academy of Ballet. But Mr. Riley was very well respected in the dance community in Milwaukee and we got the opportunity to do things like go and perform Peter and the Wolf with the Milwaukee Philharmonic. And we, we did a lot of different performing performances like that. We performed at the Milwaukee Public Museum for a special event they had. And um, so we had a lot of very professional level experiences at a young age, which has shaped me as a performer and my expectation, you know, for where I'm performing and the people I'm performing with my entire life. Hmm. How does one go about embarking in a career as a professional dancer? What advice can you give others wanting to start? And what's the cutoff point? I mean, it is a physical thing. So after you get a certain age or after certain things start happening with your body, when is it probably not the best idea to try to pursue such a thing? Um, That's a hard question. I always tell anyone who wants to get into the performing arts as a career, if there is something else you can see yourself doing or something else you're interested in, you're probably better off going that direction. It's very difficult. It's very demanding. There's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of hustle. There's a lot of scramble. So if, if you have a choice, if there's something else that you would love to do, and I mean love, not like, well, maybe I could be an accountant, like you really have a passion for, go do that other thing. Because it's way too hard. <laughs> it's way too hard to get into the business if it's not something that is burning in your soul. And it has always been something that was burning in my soul. I could never see myself doing anything else but trying to be on stage or in front of a camera or behind a mic. Um, well, that's and- interesting because that... that- I mean, many, I've heard that 
advice been given to many people wanting to pursue a career as being just an actor? And you're saying that that applies for dancers too. Oh yeah. I had thought that acting being kind of more of a subjective thing and dancing more of an, well, I guess it's subjective to a degree, but I mean, if you're doing a, some splits, either you can do the splits or you can't do the splits. If that doing- is true. However, with dance, there are different styles. There are different um, influences of choreography. Different choreographers like to work in different ways. Everybody, like actors, everybody moves in a different way. Hmm. Some people are super flexible. Some people can jump to the sky. Some people turn like tops. Um, some people are better at ballet. Some people are more better at contemporary. Um, the company I'm with now, we, we do a more classically based jazz kind of style of dance and it looks incredibly easy when you're watching but then you get in class and you're like wait oh like it's it's hard the details the style the rhythm how you know how each choreographer feels rhythm and hears music is different not everybody can do that not everybody can interpret music through your body that way some people have a hard time staying with the music or counting the music. One of the things I find for myself is because I am a musician, a trained musician, I even hear music differently than the dancers that I work with. (laughs) I hear phrasing a little differently Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. the musician in my head goes, this is the one. But then the person who's not trained, you know, who's just going solely by how they hear music goes, what is here? And I'm like, but isn't it there? Oh. Mm. Okay, so I have to, you know, I have to adjust, but every dancer is different. They move differently. They feel music differently. So it's not just about whether you can do a split or not. It's not just about whether you can make a passe or do a pirouette. It's all about how you tell stories, how you, the fire of your energy that comes out, or if you have someone who, who likes a more subtle feel, like a more abstract feel, some people like hard hitting, some people like sharp, like everybody has things that they do the better than others, you know, ways that they naturally want to move. Just like actors have different techniques they use for going into scenes. Some people are really funny. Some people don't do well at comedy. They're really great at drama. You know, very few people do both. Although comedians tend to be better at drama than people who are really good at drama are you know like good at comedy yeah yeah the dance is the same way you've you've choreographed a number of shows can you tell right at the audition like i've heard casting directors say oh i know in the first like 15 seconds or first couple of lines if that person can act or not can you tell that as a as a choreographer to the dancers you're looking at can you tell within the first like 16 bars if that person has the talent or not not necessarily within the first 16 bars but by the end of you know if i have a callback or something where i'm teaching you a combination by the end of that evening i have an idea of what you can do because some people learn music movement a little slower than others you know and so i always like to kind of like some actors don't do cold readings as good as Right, right. And I realize that some people, if you give it to them and give them time to learn it, they'll be able to do it. And I can usually tell 
by the end of like a callback after, you know, a half an hour, an hour, if someone's going to be able to do it or not. Hmm. What are some of the most important traits that you feel a dancer should have? Oh, uh, um, I think an ability to see beyond technique. I have seen dancers that are beautiful technicians have amazing legs and amazing feet and but if you look from like the neck up there's nothing coming out there's nothing there's no emotion and so i'm like that's like watching paint dry i would rather see somebody whose leg was at 90 degrees and not by their head but who is telling me a story and and, and sharing part of themselves with me giving me something to make me sit forward in my seat and be like <gasps> taken away with them i like to be kind of transported you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And for me, that's one of my like personal soapboxes is, uh, especially if I'm doing master classes with anybody, but especially young kids is teaching them how to tell their own personal stories. Because when you bring your own personality, just like with acting to to the role to the dance, people notice that. And it impacts people. That's how you touch your audience is by is by bringing little bits of realness to what you do. But if you're just like slapping on a smile and moving, it doesn't matter if your technique is great. Like, it's boring. Mm. If it doesn't touch me, I'm kind of like, <laughs> How did your dance career evolve into working in TV and films? Um, as an actor, huh. as an actress. It, well, like I said, I started acting in my first plays when I was like nine and 10 with the, the rec department in my community and I loved it. I've always loved acting. Um, it wasn't, and I did, you know, a mu musical in, in um, high school. But when I went to college, I knew for sure that I wanted to do dance music and theater because I was like, I, I, I love all of these things. I want to improve in all of these things. I want to be able to take all of these things into my career. So it was really, probably in college where I where I was actually in acting class and, you know, working on my technique and that thing, that kind of thing and being really challenged in those ways. What was your first professional acting gig and how did that come to fruition? Oh, that's hard to say. I think it might have been um, Song of Songs at the Fountain Theater. Yeah. And I was also singing and dancing in that, that program as well. I mean, I had done many different little things, but I think that was the first like um, play musical kind of thing that I got hired for. Um, well, actually, no, I, well, Lion King was before that, but I didn't get to do a ton of acting in Lion King um, unless I was Sarabi. In which case, I got to be very dramatic and rip my tears out of my head. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, I noticed on your resume that you have your theater uh, gigs at the top and your film and television near the bottom. And you have a, a, a substantial amount of television and film credits as well. Most actors will put their film and television credits at the top. What made you decide to change that? Is it because theater is closer to your heart or was there a strategy and or now, if, you know, like the resume that I happened to send you was for, um, I created for my newest agent, um, Nicole at Firestarter Entertainment, and she reps me for, for theater. And so my resume for her has more of a theater focus. I do have 
other versions that are switched switched around so it you know depends on who's asking if someone is considering me for a film then I would send them the version that has all the film and television at the top and the theater at the bottom although I will say um, being an actor trained in the theater and theater classes like that training I find most TV and film people find attractive knowing that you've had that that kind of training that kind of background mm -hmm. is always helpful well, that certainly explains that then. You've toured <laughs> all over this country and many parts of the world. Yes. What are some of the prominent names that you've worked with through the course of your career? And, and can you tell us anything about some of those experiences? Oh, um, I think one of the, the most prominent figures I've worked with is um, Donald McHale, who is no longer with us. Um, but I was fortunate enough to work with him when I danced for Lula Washington. Uh, Mr. McHale was instrumental in bringing The Wiz to television. He was, you know, very prominent in like the 50s and 60s, not only um, in the concert dance idiom, but also on television. He was just everywhere choreographing, performing, because back then really in this area, most of those dancers came from this area. So you'd see the same people on <laughs> all of the shows. Mm -hmm. But you know, that was, that was amazing. And he's done some incredible things in his life. And I, I feel very, very special and very privileged to have worked with him personally um, on songs of the disinherited. And um, oh my gosh, I can't think of the there was another piece that he said on us, and the name is escaping me right now, which is going to kill me, but I'll remember it later. Uh, so I think he was one of the, the biggest names I've worked with. Of course, when I did Lion King, I got to work with Garth Fagan, and uh, Julie Taymor was our director for The Lion King. Uh, she has become an iconic figure in um, musical theater and, you know, somewhat in film as well. So. That was always very interesting. Jaime Rogers, I got to work with him. He set a piece on us. And what was that experience like? I've heard a lot of different stories. I'm wondering if any of them are true. About Julie Taymor? No, Jaime Rogers. Oh, Jaime. Um, he was in that. He chore what, did he choreograph? I know he was in West Side Story. Did he choreograph that as well? No, he didn't choreograph it. No, he, no. Was a, he was a dancer in yeah. West Side Story. He's an amazing uh, talent. Yes. But, but uh, 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 also undeniably right undeniably uh, uh, what's the right word eccentric a little eccentric um i know i had taken some classes with him <laughs> years ago again you know i'm just an actor popping into dance class but he used to have a, like a pitcher of margarita in there with him and like be drinking the margarita out of the pitcher <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. I didn't have that experience, but I did have the experience of him like smoking in the studio and running in a circle trying to show us something with like a cigarette in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that too. And, and him determined to make this one particular young woman fly. <laughs> Basically, he was like saying, fly, 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 mother, fly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little, little, little eccentric, but very, okay. very talented individual. Eccentric was is a good word. He is fiery. He is passionate. Um, I find uh, the interesting thing about dancers uh, from his era, people that I have worked with, they are all extreme taskmasters. Hmm. Um, all of them. Uh, some of them are taskmasters. Would you put are... Claude Rains into that category? 
Yes. Yeah, some of them are ta taskmasters who also are encouraging. Mm -hmm. um, but some of them are taskmasters who will kind of beat you into submission. So. <laughs> Jaime was the latter. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, he was. And you're still dancing professionally, which is just completely amazing to me. What 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 are some of the things you do to ensure that you stay fit and strong enough to to continue performing? Ugh. Or are you just a genetic freak? No. No, I'm not. You know, I think the key to, to being able to dance as long as I have and I am is a good technique. I was mm -hmm. raised in a dance studio where we weren't ever like forced to turn out our feet or anything. Our our Mr. Riley was like your turnout, your body is your body. It works the way it works. If you don't have a lot of turnout, focus on your upper body and no one will ever look at your feet, hmm. which was the best advice I ever got because I didn't have great turnout, but I have a beautiful torso when I move <laughs> <laughs> because of that, I think. So if you have great technique and you trust that and, and maintain that as you get older as a dancer, and then also just being very um, smart and listen to your body. Mm -hmm. I listen to my body. I'm actually dealing with some injuries right now. So I am very careful about making sure I like, you know, rub down tiger balm and stuff. I've got some knee stuff and a foot thing. I dance in knee braces. If my knees are bothering me, I have some like sneakers that I dance in instead of my jazz shoes or barefooted, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it takes to keep me moving while healing. When I get home, I ice like, you know, I, you just have to do the the maintenance work of your body. And if things are feeling wonky, sit down, mm -hmm. sit down. If there's, I, I remember once being younger and feeling wonky and I kept dancing and I ended up injuring myself mm. worse than I would have just because I was trying to push through, push through, push through. Mm -hmm. One thing about dancers, we tend to have a very high pain tolerance. And, and and we have this attitude of just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. I, I always thought you guys kind of liked the pain. Uh, not necessarily. <laughs> we, we just can't be bothered with it. I'm We're kind like, of kidding. I, I know it's a painful, I mean, you definitely go through some stuff if you're on the road of being a professional dancer. Yeah, even stretching is painful, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, something's always going to hurt. It's like when you go to the doctor and like, have you had any aches and pains in your joints? Well, yes, of course. Hello. That's a daily thing. That's nothing new. <laughs> mm. But I think you just have to really be um, cognizant of it and, and smart about it. Like there's a level of pain where you're like, okay, I can just, I can make it through the end of rehearsal. And then there's a level of pain where you're like, I shouldn't push it because this could turn into something worse. So let me sit down. Mm -hmm. And then I have an amazing, a chiropractor that keeps me going. I've been with her for over 20 years, Michelle Longoria, love you. Um, and I try and every couple of years get myself back into physical therapy. I just started PT this week because every couple of years my knees get a little wonky. Mm -hmm. So I got to go back into PT and I'm like build those muscles back up the right way. And mm -hmm. just, yeah. Do you, find, do you follow any uh, particular kind of diet? No, although I should. <laughs> the pandemic has not been helpful on the uh, uh, on the middle-aged dancer body. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't necessarily follow a particular diet. I just try and I don't try and deprive myself, but I don't binge or or 
eat a ton of crap. I, you know, I always have fruit in my house. I'm trying to, I try and eat fruit. I try, like today I had salad and chicken for, for lunch, but because I like that, you know, um, but I won't say no to some In-N-Out or Wendy's. Just <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get nervous before going on stage? Not generally. Like, I get nervous. What was your first experience like on stage in front of a live audience? 